Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 79 of Enhancing Human Experience. So it's fall here, school's back on, kids are going back to school, and I thought it would be a really awesome time to do a show and a podcast about self-image and self-concept again, right? Because you going back to school, I was, you know, thinking about how how the subjects that I struggled with in school, particularly math and sciences like uh, physics and stuff like that, um, how they, it, it sucks when you're struggling at a subject, right? And you're practicing and doing the work and doing the work, but there is like zero effort given to developing the state of being of successful or uh, effective in that subject. It's like our society is conditioned to only do the practice, only do the practice. Now, I realize there is huge benefit in that. And I want to state it again. I've said it many, many times. Practicing is necessary. It is very necessary. It's it's half of the component. If you look at it as a 50-50, and I'm talking about being and doing, practicing is needs to happen, right? We need to practice. But what is forgotten for the most part, and, and I mean, maybe you can put this in your own experience because I don't see it happening a lot. I think we just neglect it because of the nature of being a human being and being practice-oriented and sense-oriented. We forget about being. We forget about our self-concept and our self-image, even though that's the foundation of all the success we're ever going to have in life, isn't it? Maybe you've seen this in your own experience. I certainly have in mine. So I thought it'd be a really opportune time, you know, as I'm thinking about how my school was and my um, struggles in education were, were around those subjects that weren't my favorite, right? I wasn't great at. And I thought this is a really great time if you're a parent or if you're a kid listening to work on, and I'm going to go, we're going to talk about the what to do and the how to do to develop and practice your self-image just as much as you're practicing your math uh, exercises or your reading exercises. Practice is practice. Whether you're doing the inner work of being practice or whether you're doing the outer work of doing practice, both are needed in order to have success. And the thing of it is, the being practice is going to fill in all sorts of areas of your life. It's not just practicing being successful at math or being successful in, you know, on the sciences. When we're talking about being, that's the foundation for everything. And then you can practice in certain ways, you know, math practice or maybe sports practice or relationship practice, whatever, right? Friendship practice. It's all practice. But but really what happens is we forget to practice that state of being. And you know what? I'm just as guilty. And it's this constant reminding ourselves that I am a human being and when I practice being, everything's going to be a lot more easier, easy, easier in life. I shouldn't say more easier. That is not good grammar. (laughs) So everything's going to be easier if we practice being in addition to practice doing. So that's the episode of the podcast today. And I thought it was really good timing. School's back on. And also for you parents listening, this isn't just for kids because you are a human being as well. Granted, you're a little bit older, you're out of school, but you still have dreams and hopes and and visions for your life that you want to create. And being and doing is the cause of everything, right? And being is the foundation. So we're going to talk about being today. And I'm also going to say, like I said, I'm going to give you some practical ways to put this into experience. Now, 
If you want to learn more about this, there are, I want to share two resources with you. One of them is Just Be It, The Secret to Having What You Want in Life. That is the uh, book that I created and courses around that book, including videos and uh, MP3 player or MP, MP3 audio and also these practices, this being board, but we're going to talk about it here on the show. That's Just Be It, The Secret to Having What You Want in Life. It's available on Amazon in either Kindle format or at justbeitbook.com, you can purchase it as a PDF. Both will give you access to all of that additional material and practice and exercises because as you know, I'm really big on taking ideas and concepts and translating them into simple, effective tools that you can use to get more of what you want in life. Like I do all the work for you. I'm not just going to give you the information and say, okay, go have fun. I took all the information, made simple, effective tools that you can use, incorporate into your daily rituals, your personal development routines, so that you can have what you want, get what you want. And and a lot of my work focuses on this being notion. We are human beings. We are spiritual beings having this human experience. I really do believe that. And we have access to a whole body, infinite knowledge and wisdom and power to create the experiences that we want to have in life. But we've got to learn how to tap into it. We've got to use our imagination, which Neville Goddard called God inside of us or Christ consciousness inside of us. Hugely powerful. I mean, can you imagine if you imagine yourself, you're using the God force within yourself, imagine yourself as a successful student, as a successful person, in your career or in your field, whatever you're at, if you're in college, they're all the way down to grade school, using your power of imagination on a consistent daily basis. Can you imagine? I mean, that's otherworldly power. That's not power coming from carnal knowledge or race knowledge from your mind. Because as you know, the mind sometimes can play tricks on us and make us believe things that aren't true about ourselves, right? We want to be really, really careful what stories we're telling ourselves because those will influence our effectiveness in school and work and life. So this stuff all aligns, right? This power of imagination and this creating self-image and self-concepts, But that, because that's how we do it. That is our tool. That's the primary tool human beings use in order to create successful experiences and this experiences we want in life. But just be it the secret to having what you want in life is kind of the, um, was the first book that I wrote and it was geared towards and written more towards adults or older, older people, which isn't to say that younger kids can't grasp the knowledge too. It's not rocket science. It's just something that we don't remind ourselves of to do enough. The other books I want to share with you are the Magic of Being series, and that's the two-part children's series where I took those concepts and knowledge and built them into a rhyming story that's easy to remember that kids can carry with them for throughout their whole life. And it it in, gives them that wisdom and knowledge that before you do something, imagine yourself as being successful in that endeavor and go to sleep each night thinking of yourself as being successful, just in general, right? Having a successful day, revise it if you need to, revise things that didn't go your way. Having a successful tomorrow, just constantly thinking of yourself as being successful, being successful, living in the end, again, like Neville Goddard talked about. Live in the end, whether it's in your sports, your academics, your friendships, whatever, think of yourself as being successful. And then that's the being. That's Essentially, that's as hard as it is. 
right? Just constantly telling yourself yourself that story and using mental imagery and using body sensations, feeling yourself as being that person, that's as, as difficult as it is. Like most things in life, it's not difficult to practice, whether you're practicing being or whether you're practicing doing. The difficulty comes in consistency because it's that consistency, right? So the consistency will make it happen. And again, I think it's a really good reminder for all of us to do this inner work, this being work. And back to school time is a really good reset time to do that. So those are the two resources that I wanted to share with you about doing this being work. Like I said, it's very simple. Imagining yourself being the person, putting yourself in that situation, engaging as many of your senses, sight, smell, sound, touch, and making it feel as real as possible in any scenario that you want to improve in. Math, sciences, reading, uh, English, all those things, improving those happens in the mind first and being successful. So you can check out those resources on Amazon dot com slash author slash gmark phillips or you can also find them on my website gmarkphillips.com okay so let's get in here to the like the the practice of being like i said consistency is the key and it's morning evening and if you want to put one in the middle of the day do it three times a day that's awesome as well now you don't need a lot of time here if you get just a few minutes and quiet the mind, get get relaxed, and you can do it in any type of setting, right? Quiet the mind, relax the body, and engage that imagination. Now, here's the thing. Most of us don't use our imagination nearly as much as we should. And just like physical muscles, imagination is a muscle. And so don't get discouraged if it's difficult to imagine vividly those situations. It That's a common thing, right? That's very, very common. So quiet the mind, quiet the body, get into that relaxed state and put yourself in that scenario. If you want to get better in an academic subject, put yourself actually doing that subject and seeing yourself being successful, being successful solving that equation, being successful taking the test. But the key is to feel yourself after you've done that, how that success feeling feels. And that feeling is the way that the subconscious is impressed and then it takes hold and it does the majority of the work for us. A lot of people say, and I'm waking up to this more and more, that this notion of being and the using the imagination is way more powerful than we give it credit for. Because as human beings, you have to remember that our consciousness is somewhat limited, isn't it? We, if we can't like test it and see it and get a real good result for it or get an understanding of what the, the, the effect is, we have a tendency to deny that, right? We, if we don't, if we can't touch it, taste it, smell it, see it, then we sometimes think, Hey, it might not be happening. And I think if we're ever going to advance to higher and higher levels of understanding and awareness of what we are as creative beings, we're going to have to let that go, aren't we? And that's what happens over time in a, in a steady, slow progression. I don't want to say slow. I don't want to like put a term on it, but in a steady progression, we're becoming more and more aware of our ability to consciously create our experiences. But there's infinite levels of that available. And one of the things that I think about all the time is this notion of, you know, in the universe, 
Everything's already here. There's nothing more coming in or out of the universe. It's a closed system. All of the intelligent energy is already here. The only thing changing is our perception of it, isn't it? And our awareness of it. Human consciousness is flowering like that lotus flower opening up and our perception is changing, our awareness is changing, new understandings of our bodies, our minds, the world around us. All that stuff's already been here. It always has been here and it always will be here. That's mind-blowing to me to think about that the only variable is us. The only variable is us. And that's why thinking of that might give you, like it's given me, a glimpse into how amazing and how infinite life really is. And when we start to engage our imagination and we start to change our perception, change the way we, our level of awareness, right? Change our level of awareness about ourselves and the world. That's when everything's going to start changing in a big way. And so we can accelerate that process. I really do believe that and or be successful in certain endeavors or be successful just as an awakening human being to as an awakening creator, right? So that's one thing we, we really have to think about is that all this stuff's already here. The only thing changing is us. And you probably experienced this in your own life in either your work or your school or friendships or relationships. If you change the, your perception of that or you change your inner dialogue, which a lot of the metaphysicians talk about, the dialogue you're having with yourself in your mind, either with that person or about that person, their success, their prosperity, then your relationship with them changes in the physical world. And it's a, that's a fun experiment to try because, again, mind-blowing moment here when we think that we are in this intelligent-like soup of the universe— and our thoughts are radio signals to all this other intelligent energy around us, including other human beings, and we're all tuning in either on a conscious level or a subconscious level to the thoughts that are being thought, right? It's mind-blowing when you really think about it. That's how, that's how this like serendipity happens or um, these like uh, moments of when one person's thinking of another person and then that person calls them, right? You ever had that experience? Those things blow my mind. And it's it's evidence to the fact that we're all connected on this intelligent energy level. And when we start to play with that, we can have really amazing things happen in our life and unlock experiences that we otherwise wouldn't have access to. Because here's another thing to remember. You know, you are what you tell yourself you are. And your story and your the way you see yourself and your self-concept becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, doesn't it? And so all it takes is a shift in your story or a shift in your self-concept to being a successful student, being a successful person, being successful in whatever endeavor you want to, practicing that internal internal imaging as much as you're practicing the external things. And I'm talking about, you know, whether it's school, whether it's sports or uh, work, whatever it is, that internal imaging is absolutely huge. Now, this is the same stuff that Maxwell Motz talked about. I think it was the 60s or 70s um, in his books, Psycho-Cybernetics and the Magic Power of Your Self-Image. That's the same stuff he's talking about, right? Plastic surgeon, in his pre-career or his first part of his life, he started noticing that even when he fixed people, right, they still had 
limitations in their life experience, right? And it was hindering them from having a happy, successful life. And so he realized there's got to be something more here because I have fixed them physically, but he realized that self-image and that self-concept was still damaged. And once that's damaged, it's going to affect everything else in life, isn't it? And so he started researching this and came up with this huge body of work around self-image psychology. And since then, lots of people have taken that, specifically sports psychologists, right? One of the things I think about all the time is this notion that professional golfers who study this stuff, and and most professional golfers or professional high-end athletes eventually gravitate towards sports image psychology and like the precursor, Maxwell Maltz work uh, in the present day. And if they take a shot and that shot does not go the way they want, they revise it in their imagination because they don't want that shot that didn't go the way they want to get impressed upon their consciousness because whatever you impress on your consciousness is going to be expressed in the future, right? So never let something be impressed that didn't go your way. Revise things either when they happen, like the pros do, or at the end of the day, revise your whole day to the way that you wanted it to go. And again, it's that that consistent practice. I look at it as like removing the weeds that naturally grow in the garden, pulling those weeds out, either right when they're small, or it doesn't matter if they're big, but if you, it's easier to get a weed out before it gets a good hold, isn't it? Uh, that's why the the most... Um, like the biggest impression of this from those pro athletes, when they when they make an error, they revise it immediately so it doesn't get a foothold in. Because think about the things that you, the mistakes that you've made throughout your life, maybe even early on in your life. They've got deep roots now because you keep watering those mistakes of I did this or I made a mistake or I was this way. Those have deep roots. Now you can still get them out, but like I said, Using the metaphor of the weed, it's a lot easier to pull that weed when it immediately happens and don't let it into like the deep subconscious. And as a part of your identity or your being, easier to get it out earlier and revise it in any situation than it is to let it go longer. Incidentally, you can still go back and revise those situations in life that didn't go your way that have since impressed your self-identity, your self-concept, and caused you to act in certain ways that are not, that is not allowing you to get what you want in life right now. Because those things are there. Those weeds in our consciousness are literally there and they will hinder our ability to get what we want in life in the present day. And so revising it is an awesome tool to go back and do that. And you can put that in your bag of tricks as well. In addition to, let's talk about some other things. So we're talking about the how to get in and do the being work. Now, remember, being is developing your sense of your essence or your nature, and it's the qualities, characteristics, and attributes of you. We're just talking about kind of the the, the what now. And so when you're looking at developing your essence or nature, one of the great ways is to start identifying how you want to be or how successful people are. Some of the great words that I like to look at and I like to impress in my consciousness are determined, effective, bold, tenacious, um, driven, purpose, those kind of things, right? You get the idea. All you got to do is think of some successful words and you know that flow will start happening. 
and start writing those down on a sheet of paper because this is going to be like your focusing tool. In the game of life, it's all about focus, isn't it? That's why whenever you, if you're focusing on a negative self-image or a less than successful self-image, that's going to be pushed into your consciousness and then expressed, right, in your actions. And it will either limit you or allow you to do the things you want in life, right? It's all about how what you focus on is going to be the program that goes into your consciousness and either allows you to do the thing or not allow you to do the thing. So these lists of words are really, really effective. And writing them down on a sheet of paper, putting them in, I recommend like a personal development binder or a personal development notebook, just one word, driven, purpose, uh, focused, uh, passionate, joy, um, tenacious, all those things, whatever words resonate with you. Now, you don't have to look at the whole list every day. I recommend maybe getting seven to nine. Remember, the mind can kind of remember and work with seven to nine things based on, I think it's five to nine, excuse me, five to nine things based on the studies that have been done. So pull out five to nine of them. Don't carry around the whole, the whole like dictionary around with you. That's not necessary. Or even one. I'm a big fan of even going one. Pick one a day or pick one a month or one a year. Whatever you want to focus on getting better on and developing within your state of being, maybe pick one word. But a handful is, is fine as well. So write those down. Look at them every day. Use those before you go into your morning, afternoon, or evening sessions. And incidentally, the most important one is the evening session right before you go to sleep because that's when your mind is starting to come out of those, you know, alpha, beta, theta. I forget the actual order right now, but you're going, your your body is transitioning from awake state in in a, to a sleep state. And so if you can capture that, that transition and get in there when the conscious mind is starting to come offline and go into the subconscious state, that is the prime window that we want to target right there. So again, not just thinking of the words, but feeling those words and imagining yourself being that, embodying the essence of that word, that's really, really, really critical. So hit that window right before you go to sleep and you'll have massive, like it'll drive that feeling and that essence into your subconscious mind. And that's where we want it to go, right? Because if we do this stuff in the day, the conscious mind is like a guardian. It doesn't let in all sorts of stuff. And it doesn't let in some of the good stuff we want to get in because I've looked at it as like Roman centurion soldiers and it's constantly going to kick out anything that isn't, that you don't believe to be true, right? And unfortunately, what you don't believe to be true sometimes can unlock experiences that you want to have. And so we've got to capture that subconscious window right there and that happens either in early morning when you're coming out of sleep into the day, but really the best time in my opinion based on what I've studied, is that evening going into sleep section. And you can get it right right as you're falling to sleep. Thinking you're, just imagine yourself, put yourself right in that situation and over and over again, and it will start to impress that conscious mind or, and the subconscious mind. So those are two really great ways. Writing down the list of terms, carrying around a three by five note card with one of your, with a handful of qualities, characteristics, and attributes that you know that you need to be in order to do what is necessary, what needs to be done. And then when you have a situation which gives you difficulty in life, and this is where it really comes down, the rubber really hits the road, and you've got to dig deep 
and pull up that state of being and become that person to do that thing, you'll have your list with you and think of yourself as being that person and you will push through that resistance of doing that thing, whether it's in anything in life, right? It, again, the mind is really, really powerful and the mind will always control the body. And so when you have that self-concept, you will push through barriers that were prior holding you back or that you you know, couldn't get through because you didn't have the state of being and the self-concept to push through them. It's all That's going to power your actions. The state of being is going to power your actions. So those two are some of my favorite tools and also... And I'm probably going to do a Facebook Live on this, which would be uh, in the next handful of days, a being board. Now, being board, you don't need to go to this level, but it's a fun activity and it gives you more of a visual representation of the qualities, characteristics, and attributes that you need to embody in order to have success in whatever endeavor you want. But a being board is getting pictures from the internet or magazines or wherever you want of that remind you of the person you need to be, remind you of the qualities, characteristics, and attributes you need to embody. It may be an animal, right? Or it may be a person that reminds you of, of those qualities. On the being board I have as an example at justbeitbook.com, I have a picture of Robert Hershevik's book, Driven. That was his uh, auto, I think it's a biography, autobiography, I don't know which one it is specifically, but Driven, that's one of the qualities we all need in order to be successful, right? So I have that picture on that being board. I also have a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, the hugely driven individual. So those kind of things will, those kind of pictures will help you to to be embody those essences, right? That's a fun activity, especially for kids. If they want to go back to school and if you want to like do a craft night with them, make a being board. Being board is the cause of your vision board. Vision boards are the things you want to have and the experiences and circumstances you want to have. The being board will make it happen. Being board is the being is the cause, having is the effect. We live in a universe ruled by cause and effect, and most people forget the being side of it. They just like focus on what they want, whether it's the money, the relationships, the homes. And you know what? That's effective. That will get it, get the job done, but much faster if you focus on being the cause of those experiences, being the cause of those circumstances. That's where everyone forgets about this being notion, myself included. It's a constant reminder, right? We have to constantly remind ourselves that we are human beings having that human experience. We are spiritual beings having that human experience. Being is the cause. Having is the result or the effect. Okay, we're going to wrap it up at that point. Those two... Uh, techniques, put them in your bag of tricks and use them every day. You will see incredible, incredible results. And like I said, if you want to check out those resources, visit justbeitbook.com or themagicofbeingbook.com. And incidentally, I should say this. I always forget to say this part. If you buy Just Be It Book in either the Kindle or the PDF format, I'm going to give you the PDF versions of the Magic of Being books one and two. And I forget to tell people that. Um, if you just buy the Magic of Being book in in Kindle or PDF format, you will only get that book. But I've bundled everything into justbeitbook.com. It's $9.99. You can pick up all the resources, all the videos, all these tools. I talk more about the Being uh 
process of making a being board, including I get, share a video with you there about how to do it and go over the example that I made. But additionally, of course, you're going to get those PDF versions of the Magic of Being series, books one and two. So I think it's a really good value. Um, $9.99 for the whole kit and caboodle, and you get all access to all those things. And I haven't brought it online yet, but I'm working on another com- another module for Just Be It. And just to give you a little bit of a hint, we're going to blend cause and effect. Before, I've always talked about what do you need to be, right? What qualities, characteristics, and attributes do you need to embody in order to have what you want in life? But we're going to go to the next level. We're going to talk about who you need to be. We're going to talk about specific self-concept, specific self-identity. And the way I look at it is almost being the cause and the effect. We're going to like merge everything together and open up this new aspect, a new way to look at it, because I think it's another powerful way to use this nat- this notion of being and the concept of self-image and self-identity and give you much more like juice in as you push toward these things and experiences you want to have. So that's going to be coming down the line, which would be a one-page module and a video or MP3. I haven't really decided yet, but I'm excited about that. And when that does come out, you'll have access to that because the link in the book gives you access to a download folder. And when I have that module ready, it'll be in that folder. And so buying the book now gives you access to any future modules that come down the road or future videos that I think will help you put those concepts more into practice. Because again, that's all it is, is practicing, practicing, practicing the spiritual and metaphysical concepts in addition to the physical, right? Everything's practice in the world, getting better and better at at being human beings and doing what we do in the world and being what we be in the world. I know that's not great grammar, but that's really the nature of what it is. All right, we're going to wrap it up at that point in time. I think that's everything I need to share with you today. If you want to check out the show notes to this show, visit gmarkphillips.com. And also, don't forget, you can always find all these shows at youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. Really easy to search there, really easy to see what ones you want to partake of and share them with people that you think might benefit from this information. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. I really appreciate you listening and have an awesome week. I hope your school career or your work career is off and running again this year. And until next time, All the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.